everybody. Welcome back to We're Going There. I'm your host, Ruff, with Burr. You've got the wrong buzz! <laughs> what, did you just watch Toy Story? Ah, oh, man. That's just quotable. <laughs> Gotta love a good movie quote. Oh, man. Brings a good childhood memory to me. That's all. <laughs> mine, mine will always be, uh, when it comes to Toy Story, is when uh, Bo Peep pulls when Woody says, Oh... Come over here and just pulls him in. It's just like, oh God. You know that you know toys get into freaky things. <laughs> I I didn't want to picture that. <laughs> oh man. So everybody, well, today That's a terrible name for a toy, Woody. Woody. <laughs> Cause if you're a guy with a girl, you can be like, I got a Woody. I got a <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, you're at a party, and you're the sober one. Like, I got a buzz. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. That could be another name for when you come. Oh, yeah. No, that's a that's a movie quote right there. Hell yeah. I'm going to wreck it from Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> Damn. Mario. Mamma mia. Or you can do Peach well, from her Smash Bros. Uh, then... Like the sound she always makes, she's like, "Come chop, come chop." <laughs> oh man! Or hop chop. I think it's. I think it might be that one. Oh, Falco no. punch. <laughs> God, that's some extreme fisting right there. <laughs> Falco kick. Yep. Oh man. Uh, but anyways, folks, today we're gonna do a movie thing, which I'm not gonna say anything but ask questions. On Burr's movie top ten movie, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> plural, not so, singular. Yeah. So, however order you want to go from t- t- like the top one to the bottom one, that's the mo- no. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start from my number ten. I'm gonna work my way up, and well, yeah. rough. How do you think? Do you should, should I start with my honorable mentions first, or should I do like how I watch Mojo style and save it for the like the I, last one? I always like to watch Mojo style, where it's yeah. just like, hey, yeah, but here's the honorable mentions, like okay. right before you say the number one. So, All right. Yeah. Well, you're the leader of this podcast. Adventure. Yeah, yes, so but when it comes to after my number two, I'm gonna hit you with my my honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I can't wait to hear your honorables. Yeah, me too. Honorable judge, Jerry. Yeah. So. All right, so, go ahead and start it off. What's, right. your, what's your number 10? My number 10 mm-hmm. is The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Ooh. the American version. The American version? Yeah. There is a Swedish version with Naomi Rapace. I might not be pronouncing her name right, <laughs> but she, uh, it's, a, it's a dark movie. It's a it, dark movie. It's, it's good, though. I, David, David Fincher directs it. He's one of my favorites. And I, it, it's just long, and it's just, it's like, it's a mystery <laughs> Daniel Craig's in it, so you got old Bond happening. Oh, I was like, "Fuck, yeah, it was Bond." And the girl who plays as the girl with the dragon tattoo, and uh, I don't know, in a punkish way, she's pretty hot. Uh, I just like I, I like her confidence in it. Like her, she's got a really like a it's like a mean swagger to herself. And I was like, "Yeah, I get it." Would I be caught outside with her? No. <laughs> Would I be caught inside with her? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she's just like, she's really cool. Like her like dark presence and she kind of has like a little bit of like a flipping moment in the movie and like for the rest of this whole entire podcast, there's no spoilers. I'm not gonna spoil it for anything for anybody. Um, but yeah, like her presence is always, if she's around, something's either getting solved, someone's getting fucked up, someone's getting fucked or, <laughs> uh, just some wild shits happening. So it was like, it's really good. And then okay. Daniel, Daniel Craig's like character. He's, he's the main investigator. Yeah. And he's trying to, he needs help and he goes to her, okay. but she's the reason why he got like fired in the first place from his job or he's oh, under, he's under investigation. Oh, so she's, yeah. she, she was the problem. Yeah. So from like, the beginning they were investigating his, or they were trying to put some like more shit behind his name when he came out with this, I don't know, this claim against somebody and they dug up some dirt and she was the person that dug up dirt behind him. And it was, Oh, okay. But she even said like, he's not this guy that I'm 
making y'all want me to represent him as like he's not that bad he actually got everything right no so yeah he's actually a pretty good guy yeah i have yet not seen it i've seen the trailers for it and stuff i still i want to see it because i kind of like uh detective stuff yeah it's just it's like i mean it's a two and a half hour movie so like you have to be in your mindset like it's very slow okay which is like that's my movie style i like a buddy of mine put it in perspective for me he was like if you go to the movies or you're watching a movie you should get your money's worth from the movie, whether that's through time, whether through that's the acting, whether that's whatever. I I, I kind of stick with the whole time perspective. It's like if I'm there and I spent this amount of money for this movie, it better it better be worth it because I spent let's say twenty dollars, two and a half hours of a movie. That's a good twenty bucks, whether it's good or bad. Oh regardless. yeah. Regardless. So yeah, I mean the girl with dragon tattoo, I enjoyed it all the way. Nice. His, nice. his last name's Blunk. 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 Yeah. All right. What's your number nine? Number nine. Another David Fincher one. Oh, okay. What is it? Fight Club. Fight Club. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I fuck with it. Yeah. Another, I fuck with an, it. Another Finch one. Uh, two hours and 19 minutes. Oh, man. Shit was wild, man. That movie was so iconic for like just everything that it talks about. It's very poetic. <laughs> and like a very dark mannered tone um it also tackles like a serious issue of insomnia oh yeah no that's like it's inc- it's honestly insane but it also like in a side note it also kind of tackles like an insecurity mm-hmm. about yourself of like hey you can live like you could this could be you but you're not confident to be this person and when you're suffering from insomnia you can start hallucinating shit like and he start doesn't believing like he does in the movie you imagine the fucking penguin a fucking penguin. Just imagine the penguin. I love a penguin, man. <laughs> like the penguins of Madagascar. Skipper, I love Skip. Oh man, man, it's a fucking. I'm I'm actually kind of happy that you like you have one on my list too. Like, oh. dang, yeah, <laughs> you have one on my list. That's awesome. Sweet. Yeah, I, Fight Club was just it's very iconic. I watched it later on in my life because I didn't know about it until a lot later. And then one day I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy the movie because that's, that's all I heard about. That, that's good that nobody actually like directed you to that movie right. to a certain extent. You just decided to watch it because all it – and your first expression, like what was your first thought? It was just – Oh, it was the first – well, okay. Before I say anything else, let me be clear. I was spoiled at the ending. Oh, okay. So going into it. I took that out of consideration. Yeah. From the start. I was like, okay, maybe it's not true. Maybe it is. Whatever. You try to block it out. Yeah. Granted, it's got Brad Pitt in it. Yeah. I love Brad Pitt. <laughs> He's a good actor. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's see. Let's hear his role and style of it. And he was kind of this confident individual that just like knew shit, <laughs> but didn't know shit kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's dope. I think. Oh, um, man. And just like... The way that he would talk to people was mm-hmm. very interesting. And, like, the way that him and uh, Maria in the movie, like oh, yeah. they, they would go fuck each other. And he'd be like, shut up, bitch. And, like, that shit always cracked me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And just you hear the bumping all night. Oh, yeah. And then the one goes down there and is like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that shit was – it was a good movie just because – I don't know. The, like, first of all, I mean, the most iconic line in probably movie history or a couple of yeah. hi- oh. histories is rule number one about Fight Club is we do not talk about Fight Club. Don't talk about Fight Club. Rule number two, we do not talk about Fight Club. Yeah. Rule number three, we don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. And so, it was just the simplest things. And to this day, it's it's well known. It's yeah. awesome. I mean, like, and the freaking what was really cool about the movie is because uh, your opening scene of the movie is like Drew Barrymore off of like a fake movie or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's true. And you're like, am I in the right movie theater? Yeah. <laughs> and then like, uh, at first you're like, you're watching the movie and he, like he just talks about like, his furniture and like what he wants in life. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, this isn't fight. And then it like completely one eighties into a whole different movie. And I was like, this is dope. Like I was, it's, I was it's really cool. It. Like the concept is awesome and amazing. I stayed up for 24 hours, watched it for the first time because I like went on a binge marathon of movies. Yeah. And that was one of the ones that I wanted to watch. And I was like, yeah, I can go to sleep on this one because this was that good. Nice. That's good. Yeah. All right. So number nine is that. All right. I fuck with it. Yeah. All right. Number eight. All right. Number <gasps> number eight, The Joker. Oh, Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Oh. I think it's very, very 
original style of telling of the Joker was really needed. And like the society that we're like, I think it really mends well with our society today. Cause like the, the ending of the movie, I think impacts more than what people really make it out to be. Um, just because he's like, never been more happier than he's ever been. Well, no, I'm like, not even talking about like the ending of like him finally becoming the Joker. If that's like the ending you want to say it was because he ends up in a mental hospital hospital at the end of it. Yeah. And I mean like, yeah, that's a spoiler, but like the movie, you can't spoil that movie at all because no. there's no, like, you just don't know what the fuck is happening because there's some points where he's like doing this. There's some points he's doing this minute together and he actually did something else completely. Yeah, and it's just like it's the whole you got to figure out what is true and what is false right within the story. But I'm talking about the interview when he went on stage and talked to the guy. Oh yeah. Um he talked to uh Murray and <laughs> when he like told him he was like if I I'm just an ordinary citizen and the high society just walks all over me. He says if I was to die in the street, you wouldn't care less. But some rich boy dies in the street, and everybody cares for him. What, was, what sense does that make? Right, and it was like it really put into perspective of like the high society is looked upon more by the lower classmen, and when it comes to the lower classmen, no one really gives two shits other than close relatives and family. And it was like that put me in a perspective of like, wow, they're really representing this in a movie, and it's a really harsh topic to talk about. It is, it is, but wow. it's it honestly, it's well needed. In certain certain circumstances. Oh yeah, but like his transformation into the Joker was, it was really cool to see that like he took a very, like saddened state and then he was happy by doing what he was doing. He thought he was making a correction into society. Obviously, I'm not sit- trying to sit here and be like, "Hey, go kill somebody." <laughs> yeah, no, that's the best place to do it. Yeah, go kill him on a train. Three guys, whatever, do your thing, and then dress up like a clown. No. <laughs> It's a clown full of t- Yeah. <laughs> it's a clown motel. It's full of clowns. <laughs> but uh, also just that bathroom scene where he's doing his dance. Weirdly enough, like, I was creeped out, but, like, in a good way. I was like, okay. what the fuck is happening? And then he just looked in the mirror, and all of a sudden you saw that, like, little grin turn into, like, a big smile. And I was like, oh, fuck. He the choker now. Oh, it's coming. But, like, I also like the way that they, like, incorporated the Waynes into it, too. They yeah. really didn't focus. Like, they focused a lot, but not that much and it was really neat to see that but it was a good connection point where the waynes uh, are like and how how it actually happened yeah and obviously like the the joker to this day doesn't really have like a name to himself because he's still oh, yeah. an unknown character but like the jack nicholson one has a name like he was whatever he was so and so yeah and like for this one he was um his name was arthur mm-hmm but he still didn't even know his real name. Right. Like his name to him still was irrelevant when he found out the news from his mother. Yeah. But so it was, I mean, the movie just kept like, it kept making you think even more, even after like you thought you figured it out. Like, yeah. It, and you it, had, just, it never finished. You go back and rewatch it and it's just, it's just still rewatchable. And, and it's so crazy that the guy who made the hangover series is the guy that directed this movie. Yeah. It just shows that, Hey, comedy a comedy act like a director can be very good yeah. when it comes to serious tones. T- Todd Phillips, that's yeah. what it was. All right, well, that's awesome. <laughs> that's number eight. Yeah, did he, hold on. Oh. I'm, trying, I'm trying to see what else did he. Oh, you're looking. Well. Ooh, you're looking at more. Yeah, we'll, hmm. see what, we'll see what else he directed. Oh, that's that's pretty cool though. Like, I mean, if you really think about it, in a certain stance, like when it comes to DC, Joker is the most iconic thing though. Through through it all, and yeah, it's really a, hard to find the right Joker because there's so many different interpretations of him. Oh my God, I was I was <laughs> my breath. <laughs> I was going and I didn't breathe. And I was like, ah. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. Uh, nothing much really. Nothing much really. Yeah, just like more comedic style, like dark comedies. Mm. And then he was like producer for a lot of stuff. All right, well that's cool. Um. What? Okay. So what's your number? Let's see here. We just did eight. What's number seven was on your number, list? Yeah, number seven. Okay. Number seven. Um, This one, uh, I like it just for me. <laughs> okay. There's All a right. lot of people who really aren't fond upon the style of movie telling, but I really enjoyed it. But it's a dark comedy telling, but okay. Captain Fantastic. Captain Fantastic? Yeah, the Vigo Mortensen movie where they like live out in the woods with their kids. Yeah, no. That's you showed me that movie. And yeah. that was that was really dark 
but yet funny also. Like it was just it was just crazy that two that multiple people actually lived those lives though. Oh yeah. And like I just like, I just I saw that living style and like the all the knowledge that they know. They're they're away from entertainment, they're away they're away from technology that like isn't essential. Like they have everything that they need outside and I was just like, damn, like it's not that bad. But then the movie also flips the script on them. <clears throat> Because they go out into the world and they're socially awkward as fuck. They can't actually talk to people. The boy proposes to the girl after one date. Yeah. On the spot. Now, like, there's a lot of people today that are socially accepted and still do that and that you're an idiot. I'm gonna, <laughs> like, I'm just going to say that if you propose to a girl on the first date, you're an idiot. And <laughs> I stand by that. Go on a little bit more. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, g- give yourself a couple, like, I don't know, a year. Maybe <laughs> like at the lowest. And it's also depending on how well you know each other too, as well. Yeah. If you've known each other for a very long time, then it, eh, yeah. It, 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 yeah. I mean like if you know, cause like friendship and stuff. Yeah. But like, it, no. Yeah. I just think you're an idiot. First, first like, person. Yeah. First time seeing Marry her, me. First time going on a date and you just propose, you're an idiot. <laughs> cause like you ain't no shit about each other. All right. But like he, I don't know. Like it, they have to like the, the idea of the story is like his wife dies. They have to go take her ashes and flush them down a toilet. That's, That's her the- last wish is that she wants to be flushed down into a toilet. That's it. Yeah. But her family is they're religious. I don't remember which religious uh, or which religion they fall under, but they're like, no, we're going to uh, host a funeral for her. And they go and try. Well, the father wants to go and stop it because he's like, no, that's not what she wanted. How can you? Here's her will, yeah, like her... what she wanted. And the father was like, I don't care what her will says. I want, this is what I know my daughter. And he's like, no, that's not what the fuck your daughter wanted. Like, this Clearly, is... yeah, no. Like, There's also a lot of shit that was happening in the movie that was like more than what I'm explaining, but I'm not spoiling it enough because like if I spoil that, then I'm spoiling the movie. But like the main point is they're trying to get his wife's urn in order to flush down an airport, an airport tr- uh, toilet. Yep. And that shit was so funny <laughs> that, like, that was her last wish just, was to be flushed down a toilet. I mean, believe I would that. not want to be flushed down a toilet. No, I wouldn't be flushed down a toilet. Send me out, like, fighting a great white shark. <laughs> yeah, just throw my body yeah. in the thing. <laughs> yeah, give him, give him some food. So you would like an ocean burial. Hell yeah. Like, give me a Viking style. Put me in a boat, shoot an arrow, burn me. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Like, it's not litter. See, see, there's one thing I would like to do is like get cremated and then put into shotgun chills. That'd be cool. I, I mean, yeah, but make sure you put buckshot in it, just so I hope you kill that deer. I hope you kill that thing. I got my rough bullets. <laughs> I got the rough bullets. All right, so Captain Fantastic number number seven. Did you enjoy Captain Fantastic? Oh, I, I actually really enjoyed it because it was just. The whole concept of it yeah. was just awesome because I mean I, I I can sit and watch those like slower movies where it builds on upon the family and everything like that. I can watch those because to me it's really hard for me to love a movie because I like all movies, yeah. even the even terrible movies. It's fun because I can see their style, see what they were going for, and visualize what the director wanted. Yeah, and honestly, I can say like. For the little bit of time that I've known you, rough, I can honestly say for like all the movies and all the shows that we've watched, I can say I'm like there's a jealousy factor from me to you that I'm like I wish I can sit there and appreciate everything that I've watched, but for the amount of shit that I've watched <laughs> in my days, because like I I grew up no Wi-Fi, no internet, no nothing, and it was movies. Just, it was just DVD player, VHS, what was that, whatever was on TV. And that was what I watched, and that was it. And that was my socialistic aspect I brought to the table going out into life and was being able to talk to people about what was on, what what's happening, blah, blah, blah. Whether that was reality, fiction, nonfiction, whatever the fuck I watched, I was able to go out and talk to people about that. But when it came to, hey, did you find this on Twitter? I'm like, what the fuck's Twitter? <laughs> and I'm like, what's a tweet? And they're like, who's this thing? I'm like, oh. And then I didn't get like social media until I got my first phone. And then off my first phone, I was only told, you got 30 minutes on it, and that's it. Like, And I was like, fuck, like, y'all, y'all are trying to hold me down out here. Yeah, you, you, Come on, man. Let Baratoro go. Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to fly. I wanted to fly like the 
the birds because I'm a bird. <laughs> tweet, tweet, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, so Captain Fantastic. What's your number six? All right, this one is a foreign film. Ooh, okay, I okay. Have, I have two foreign films on my list because, oh boy. It's good? Oh, yeah. Now, I can't read that fast. That's my problem. So I can't really enjoy... That's that's where I'm jealous on you. You can actually enjoy the visual and read it that fast. I can only read fast, and that's it. Well, I also have been trying to like sit there and like slowly uh build up like dialect and like trying to learn some language and i don't know which one i want to learn first because like yeah i went to high school and i cheated through spanish i'm gonna admit it i sat there and they were like como esta i was like Burr. <laughs> i didn't even take spanish yeah well see i wanted the advanced diploma so i can go into college and that got me nowhere <laughs> i was like what am i gonna go to college for and start speaking spanish who am i gonna speak now granted if i met um the Spanish-speaking person that was a lady. Ooh. I couldn't talk to her. I'm going to sit there with Google and Translate and be like, all right, I said this, boom. All right, she said this, fuck off. All right, cool. All right, good, good. All right. <laughs> but um, the first one is The Hunt. Ooh, The Hunt? Yeah, Mads Mikkelsen. Okay, all right, come on. It's come on. a very, very surreal topic. Oh, what is it? it what is, is it? Okay, so it is, oh, man. Just do it. Send it. Well, I'm trying to like... So, the man gets accused of child molestation. Oh, my God. You're not lying. That's a very we're going there topic. Yeah. And <laughs> in the movie, you know from the start, he never once did that. Yeah. But it's the accusement, and that's when the people turn on him. Because oh. the the idea of like that he is possibly one scares him because he's a kindergartner teacher as well. Ooh. Oh god. So all day he's wrestling around with boys and girls and having fun with them and he has two other supervisors with them like helping him teach. But they kick him out of the high they kick him out of the elementary school. Um he can't be like he doesn't want to be his girlfriend anymore cuz like she doesn't he doesn't want her to get affected by it and she wants to stay with him. He's like no. He has a divorce uh family so his son comes into it. Oh, his man. dog I mean all this shit is happening to him and like you just see the progression of like somebody who's innocent and what the shit that they have to go through. And then even after Death what he's effects. gone through, like even after the, like the little girl basically admits like, Hey, he never like did that. I was, There's I mean, always the accumulating thought. Well, what happened was the little girl, her brother showed her pornographic, uh, or pornographic showed her a porno. And it was this guy's like penis was on the phone, and they were like, "Hi, you like this?" Ha ha. She was only like five or six or something, oh, whatever gosh. it was. So then she goes in to the class, and all of a sudden she kisses Mads Mikkelsen's character, and it was like he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa no, don't do that." She got upset because she didn't feel wanted, and then she told everybody that he touched her oh, with his penis. Gosh, and I was like, "Damn, that kid, that kid's a savage. She's a psycho." Yeah. But then she admits because she didn't like she feels bad for the situation. But then even after like the movie is like at its end, they they accept him and they're like, "Hey, we're sorry that we treated you like this." But then someone shoots a gun at him, or mm. then like they try to shoot him, miss him completely. But then you see someone walk away, and that's the end of the movie. Oh gosh! And I was like, "Yo!" And I like a buddy of mine told me to watch it, and I was like, "Okay." Like I've always seen the picture, and I was like. Is this another like Hannibal style movie where it's like he's eating people? <laughs> nope. It's just it's touching kids. <laughs> <laughs> nope, touching kids. That's all it is. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, I, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> if it was in English, I wouldn't like. It. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, and I sat there. I was like, man, fuck. If this was English, this would be wild. But I don't know. Like watching its original dialect and like it, it won a it, lot it, of stuff for what it was. So it was, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. That's not bad. Almost a two-hour movie of me sitting there reading. So fucking worth it. I didn't even care. <laughs> I was in it because, like, I'm, I'm not saying I went through this experience. Like, <laughs> Burr didn't go through this. Hold on. Burr didn't go through this. There was just a, an event that happened that affected the people and I, oh, myself, okay. that happened around us and where we were like, yo, what the fuck is happening? Oh, man. And then, yeah, he got in trouble. He's in jail now. And apparently he got his ass beat in jail, too, which made sense, but. I want to take that in note, oh, everybody. No. If you come on a kid, I like you gotta like. That's you're guilty. <laughs> if you he, come on a but, kid, but first of all, he's 16. Everybody, the kid that he did like what happened. So like, 
Yeah. I mean, it's still, still, uh, it's still underage. Yeah, it's still. I'm not trying to prompt anything, but I'm just saying, like, the kid knew what he was getting into, and then he's like, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just saying. On- <laughs> and I know the kid. That's the, like, and that's the thing. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. Oh, gosh. I was like, you knew what you were getting into. Oh, man. Yeah. So that was that was that. Oh, that was that sounds great. But no, I can see where that movie like affected you to a certain degree because it's actually, it, it was like it brought you into reality where hey or no it relates to this reality. And point. I'm talking like right when he got his ver- verdict of whether he was going to jail or not going to jail. Yeah. That next day, I watched The Hunt. Oh. And I was like, oh fuck, this is real. It's <laughs> getting real to feel. <laughs> That's so cool. And I told him I was like, you've got the wrong buzz. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right so what's on number five on your list all right this one <laughs> to get out of the pedophiles talking all right <laughs> is it no it's Wait. another no <laughs> <laughs> it's another yeah, one it's another one it's not pedophilia no. it's necrophilia it's necrophilia <laughs> oh god it's called toy store no i'm just called toy store <laughs> no the hurt locker Ooh, hurt locker yeah i this movie Takes a very surreal approach to just war. That's that's awesome. Or surreal and modern style of war to this day. Like the PTSD factor of going into war, you're enjoying being with your brothers coming home, and then not being in war and you're just being affected by it. Mm. And like he's a – Jeremy Renner plays this um, disarmer of bombs in the movie. And it, he, like he's kind of a psycho in the movie where you're just like – you look at him and he's like – if I'm going to die, I'm going to die comfortably the whole time. Like, he doesn't want to be in the bomb suit. He'd rather just die if that was the case. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to die, you're going to die. Yeah, and it was just like his – the way they approached it, the, like – it was just multiple stories into one, like, of them telling, like, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Boom, that's your movie. And it was, like, interesting. So, they're like, there was no real guideline to the movie. It was just like, hey, here's a situation. This is how they're experiencing it. Here's their effect after they go – like, once they go home. And I was okay. like, damn, this is really – Interesting telling of it. And then also, the best part about to me is when the poster first came out for it uh-huh. and the trailer, Guy Pierce was the lead. And then the first five minutes of the movie, they kill him. <laughs> and I was like, what? What's the point? I was what like, was... why the fuck were y'all advertising this movie? Like, Guy Pierce was a big thing. And then Jeremy Renner, I was like, oh, Jeremy Renner coming in your bed. I like you, Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> Over you, Adrian. Yeah, Adrian. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just like, damn, like, you're going to kill the main character like that, just just like that. And I was like, fuck. And then Jeremy Renner came, I was like, that's the main character. Oh, okay. And I yeah. was like, damn, this is really cool. Like, I like the way that they showed it. And, like, yeah. I, I I liked his style. He was kind of like a like a douchebag, but he but was like, yeah, he was good. Like he was trying to be a good guy. Yeah, I, the most serious situation in that movie. I I watched it. It was the the guy that was strapped to the bomb. Yeah, that was just like I God, it was so intense, and it was just God. Ugh. Yeah, the part where they like, I'd, man, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, but like him going back into. The abandoned area, and they like it's him, Anthony Mackie, and the other kid. They had like walked around, and they like shot a little bit of people. And they comes back, and he's carrying the body out of the building. And I like I forgot what like what had happened, but like he was so. And I think it might have been the little boy that was around his camp that was dead. I think Mm. if I'm trying to recall the movie correctly, and if I'm not, then correct me. Whomever this might be, that might you better correct him. Yeah, correct him in the comics. Yeah, so like. That like that shit was like a big turning point. I was like, damn, like he got serious all of a sudden, and he was mad. Like there was an obvious because well, he also had a kid in the movie too. He had a home, he had a family back waiting for him at the house. Yeah. So yeah, that shit was. Mm. I can see where that the whole PTSD is just messes you up completely, and that's yeah. the thing about war movies is just just seeing them in the like on television and stuff. I the, war like honestly, soldiers go through that every day. Like oh yeah, and you you get a glimpse of the tor- like the pain and the the craziness that they go through. Yeah, and you like almost what, gotta be a, l- a little less human. Yeah, in order to go to war. Definitely, and especially like for whatever like wherever you're like stationed at, and like what your title is of whatever you're doing, that shit can get crazy for oh, whatever yeah. you're doing. So like yeah, I, I like I salute and I appreciate all of the. Armed forces out there that are protecting us from whatever the fuck is going on right oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Putin. So, um, he's a madman. He's a he's a madman. 
But uh, yeah, like I, I appreciate every single one of them. Like I'm never gonna disrespect them. I'm not gonna do like anything that is to offend them. Like they they served our country or serving our country. Hey, good for you. Yeah. I wish that like I was trying to, and it didn't pan out that well for me. But like, hey, props to you that and you can do amen it. Amen to everybody that does that. Hell yeah, hoorah! <laughs> <laughs> if you're military and you're offended, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say. <laughs> apologize, apologize. <laughs> But anyways, what's number uh, four on your list? Are we at number four? Our, her Locker was number five, right? Yeah, Her Locker was five. Yep, All we're right. on number four. All right, number four. Ooh, it's going to be... Mm. All right, There Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood? Yeah. Okay, okay. Why? Long, another long-ass movie. <laughs> Why was that one your favorite? i never seen it, by the way. Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> portrays a just psychotic oil man. <laughs> Really? It is fucking wild what he does. To like the point where like he figures out all this shit. He steals uh this well, he doesn't steal a guy's kid, but he raises his friend's kid and calls him his own son. Um he watches like an oil rig catch on fire and just sits there and watches it like his prophet just go. Um his Son, quote unquote, goes deaf after an explosion from the oil rig. Oh gosh! Um, and he doesn't really care. He just sends him onto the hospital and worries about more of his finances going like mm. just being tossed up by fire. Um, and then the ending. Oh my god! He beats a guy to death with a bowling pin. Holy shit! Yeah, and he was like, his butler comes into the room and he's like, "Sir, someone's at the door." He's like, "I'll be right there." End of movie. What? And he's like, "Tell him I'm done" or something like that. Like the way he tell ended, him I'll be there. Yeah. And, like, that's the end of the movie. But, like, from the moment you start with him to the mm-hmm. end of the movie, he is the exact same the whole entire way. He Straightforward, is. serious, one mind or one goal in mind to become rich. That's it. And he did it. And he did it. He didn't give two fucks who was a part of him, but he loved his crewmen. Like, every part of his, like, who was his number two in hand and his number three, he loved to death. But, man, did that guy... He did some wild shit in that movie. Just so he can get ahead. And he was an, an incredible negotiator. Like, he really could persuade, if they all hate him, he could persuade them to, like, give him a chance. And okay. he did. And it's just the sh- shit that he had to do. Because, like, the guy who plays as the Riddler in the new The Batman movie, yeah, uh, he's a preacher in it. And he oh. made, a like, a deal with him about, like, making... And it could have been his brother, too, because he had a twin brother in the movie. Mm-hmm. But he made a deal with one of them about... Uh, going onto the land and purchasing it. And they were like, no, you can't have this land. But then the reverend, which was the other brother, was like, hey, we can make a deal as long as you let me build my church here. And he was like, yeah, sure. But then the days that they had church, they were still working, and then he would be offended that they were still working on the day of church. Oh, really? So, like, there was confliction. And he beat the, like, he literally beat the guy into, like, a mud pit uh, because he just kept, like, being a dick towards... Daniel Day-Lewis's character. And I was like, this motherfucker's wild. Like, he literally be, like put his fucking uh, shoe to the guy's face and just kept dragging his face into the mud until, like, his face was almost completely submerged under oh, mud. Oh, gosh. Yeah, dude, it's fucking wild. Yeah, I gotta, I, gotta take, I gotta check that one out. Yeah, that movie, mm. I remember just sitting there, I was like, whoa, 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 you've got the wrong buzz. <laughs> But yeah, that uh, sh- that shit just kept getting better. Like by the minute, it was just getting really, really good. So very slow, but very, very good for that's, when it took its wild turns. That's that's fucking awesome. That that is awesome. Yeah. Oh man. All right, we're down to three. Yep. The fa- Fantastic Three. What is that third one? Third one. Mm-hmm. When I say Steven Spielberg, what's the first one that pops in your mind? Steven Spielberg. Yeah, director. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I can't think of anything. All right. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm terrible at. All right. Let me let me hit you with this little melody. You ain't gonna get copywritten because it's me singing it. Okay. All right, audience, get ready to be blown away with this melody I'm about to hit you with. Oh, Jurassic Park. There you go. Jurassic Park. Yeah. First one. The first one. Yeah. Oh, okay. The other 862 ones that they've made, whatever. <laughs> but that first one, still to this day, so iconic. Gave you chills. Yeah. The raptor screams. 
fuck out of here, man. Them things were fucking terrifying. Well, they they were honestly bigger bad than the T Rex. T Rex T Rex was shown as a hero. Hell yeah. So this movie came out in '93. Okay? Yeah. And I watched it at a very young age, a age I should not have watched it at. And I remember every time I watched this movie, I would go to bed having nightmares because of those fucking raptors. Oh, gosh. I was like, shut up. Don't bring them into this. But when that T-Rex showed up, I was like, damn, I don't know why. I feel safe. I feel safe. Even though he's eating a guy on a toilet. Oh, man, that was funny. (laughs) He's like. (laughs) But, like, I don't know what it is about that movie. I mean, as a little kid, you're just like you're fascinated by something big and just terrifying at the same time. Like, I, yeah. don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, T Rex, fucking Spinosaurus, uh, Godzilla, King Kong, like all the yeah, just all the, the, the big just shit, big animals, big monsters, yeah. like are just insane, but yet poetic in a right mind because yeah. they're just they're they're the top food chain. Yeah, like if they were still around. Well, humanity wouldn't yeah, be. We'd be in an interesting uh, predicament. Not yeah. World War Three, more like World War Survival. <laughs> It'd be Ark yeah, Survival. Yeah, Ark Survival. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like I really enjoyed, first of all, just like there was a guy just called the Dinosaur Man. I love that. And I was like, the Dinosaur Man. That's such a cool name. The Dinosaur Man. He was you know, a good paleontologist. Hell yeah. He gave the one kid nightmares. If a raptor claw goes right into your sternum. Yeah. And just... Oh God! I was just, like, I was like, all right. Yeah. Re watching that, I was like, oh, was you like, traumatizing this kid. I was like, why am I weirdly getting aroused? What the fuck? I was like, dinosaur man, what you doing over there, Bruh. To to that kid. Yeah. Well, Back to the hunt. The hunt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, I love well, dinosaur man is. Yeah, that's Alan Grant. Love Alan Grant. Yeah. And I'm glad like he's coming back for the final, well, the finale of Jurassic World Dominion. I mean, you almost got to. Yeah. I mean, I made it this far watching all of them. Might as well finish it out and hopefully they stop. Like, to me, a trilogy or a quadrilogy, depending on how good the movies are, that's fine. Like, I'm, I'm good with that. But you need to stop after a couple. Like, you shouldn't go after... Like, like you, if you were going to do this, you should have made a actual television series on it. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanted to go far, do a television series. But I mean, like, just the the animatronics of, like, the creatures themselves. Like, the T-Rex, Triceratops, all of them. Even though, like, scientifically, they were proven that that's not what they really looked like or sound like. It was still... Insane. It was crazy just to see what, like, what in 93 we can do with technology of CGI and, like, what we could do. Oh, yeah. Like, the Jurassic... Like, the T-Rex was insane looking. Yeah. And, I mean, like, it made me really believe... And still to this day, there's still a couple scenes where I'm like, that shit could be real. Like, even with the CGI being as bad as it was... It was still good. Yeah. Like, that CGI, back in 93, you honestly thought, there's a fucking dinosaur oh, yeah, walking no, around somewhere 100%. outside. Today, obviously, CGI has gotten better. There's so much shit that we can be, we're able to do now. Oh, and make it so realistic to the yeah. point where it's like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Showed it back then, they'll be like, that's real. Yeah. That is real. Because, like, I, you just don't see that much effort being put into, like, uh, animatronics now these days of like on set of movies. It's no, all it's like, more CGI now. Right. And understandably, I get it. Like we're becoming more technologically based entertainment business, but still like the idea of it being real or possibly being real is so much more better than having it just be like, oh, well, that T-Rex is fake looking. That ain't real. Yeah. But then when you see the T-Rex in the 93 movie or even just in the other original three, you're like, this, this is, motherfucker's real. This this thing is insane. Like uh, Jurassic Park three. Yeah. With that Spinosaurus was nuts. Like he was absolutely insane. Fucking terrifying. And that's what I started hating Jurassic Park when they killed the fucking T Rex. I was like, I mean, God you, damn it! You just showed a different dominance right there. Yeah. But, but they, also he was still like, I'm the, not, I ain't gonna lie. That Spinosaurus was cooler looking than the T Rex. I was. All right. Can I say this? No. It, <laughs> There, there was actually speculation that that Spinosaurus was actually more genetically modified with different dinosaur DNAs. I would not be surprised. Because if you actually look up an actual Spinosaurus, they're nowhere near that strong against a T-Rex. No. Nowhere near that strong against a T-Rex. They're strong, but nowhere near that level of badass. Like, no. He had to be spliced with something else. Yeah, I mean, for whatever it was... That shit was wild. Oh, yeah, no. And how smart it was. Oh, yeah. It was incredibly intelligent. And the fact that also that motherfucker could swim, too, that was even more terrifying. The fact when you see the freaking dorsal fin come out of the water when they're driving the boat in the water, and you see it, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and the thing is, they never killed it. 
it was just it was just scared away by fire and it was like oh okay <laughs> look you got to do what you got to do and hell even the raptors in that one were still the, oh my gosh there's well, so many of them the fact that well all three of them have raptor well all three of them had the t-rex they had the raptors they had all like your generic dinosaurs yes. it's just the third one had the spinosaurus and the other two did not have it that was like the only other one that they had to add into it to make it interesting this one was a whole other island yeah that had the same experience but it was more of a military type deal yeah but the crazy thing is that island is still around yeah in the actual Jurassic Park universe. So that Spino is still around. That humongous horde of raptors are still around. Yeah. I still think, like, even though the first one still, like, terrified me, the second movie, The Lost World, the moment when they went out into the tall grass area. Oh, no. Like, gosh. that That genuinely gave me chills to this day. Like, if I watched it, I'd still get chills. I'm like, just seeing the grass just move oh. alone, and then it just stopped. I was like, yo, where'd they go? And then all of a sudden, you just see people just yep gone. And dropping. you just see the tails up in the air, and it was like it, like a fucking snake just going into a hole. Or <laughs> I was like, yo, that's creepy. But no, like respect a hundred percent with when it comes to Jurassic Park. That yeah. is insane. Yeah, that's a. I mean, like, I still consider that like not even part of my list. Like, if if you were to like ask me for what do I think are the greatest movies of all time that oh, yeah. aren't my opinion based. That would be in my top ten. Jurassic Park was a game changer, oh, yeah. in my opinion. A hundred percent. I mean, it. It's honestly a quote. It. It was. It's one of my almost uh, my honorable mentions. Yeah, it's a, it's an OG for me. Just like with how crazy of a fucking movie. Like Steven Spielberg movies in general, like are all classics. They're all good. Yeah, I mean, Jaws was like, if you were to do a top twenty, that would be a part of it. Like, I love Jaws. Oh yeah. I was afraid to go into a fucking pool. A fucking pool. <laughs> That's not salt water. Well, still though, like well, I mean, it's water. Yeah. Uh, and right. I saw that little glaze of gray. I was like, yo, that fucking shark's in there somewhere. And I'm looking around. I'm like, mm-mm. The worst thing in the world when I went and watched Jaws, shit you not. Um, my, I believe it was my older brother, swam underneath me and grabbed my legs. Hell no. Yes. That's the thing about an older brother. They did that shit. And I was like, you motherfucker. Like, that's so terrifying. When you have like siblings or something like that that are that messed up, they say, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna scare them." Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, ah, gosh, no. Yeah. Fuck off. Because like I just remember like after watching Jaws multiple times, and then we were going to the beach like the next week. I was like, "No, oh. I'm not going to that water." What are you talking about? I was like, "That motherfucker's out there," and I'll he st- he knows I watched him. I'll stay and build sandcastles. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I like the sand for today. I was like, but I won't come back. I was like, I won't get sunburned. <laughs> All right, so number two. Number two. This is my other foreign movie. Oh, other foreign movie. Recently watched it for the first time ever. Holy shit. Really? Holy shit. Really? Whole movie. I was like, yo, this movie is fucking blowing my mind. What is the fucking movie? Toy Story. (laughs) (laughs) Toy Story. No. The Brazilian film. (laughs) It's Parasite. Parasite. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that up in a lot. Yeah, the, that movie blew my mind. It's. I mean, it's just the simplest plot of being a con family. They're all con artists, making their way into this rich endorsement family, or not endorsement family, but like this rich life, high society family. They're all in there having their time, blah blah blah, and then the shit just gets fucked. Oh, really? They fu- Honest to God. Like, they get it fucked is over? So, no, no, no. Just the events that lead into it, it's just so fucking wild, like, what happens. Really? There's a huge twist. Did not expect it at all. And when I, like, when it was happening, I was still, like, my... I don't usually watch a movie and have my mouth drop to the floor. Like, it, really? it rarely happens. This movie, the last maybe 45 minutes, my mouth did never... Like, it never once closed. Really? Yeah. And I was sitting there, I was like, what am... What is happening? I had so many questions. The fuck? Yeah. The fuck is this? Yeah. And I was like, yo, like I I understand like from both points of view like Parasite it's it's a double innuendo of like or a double entendre or whatever it's supposed to be called. Yeah. But it's supposed to be like the low society is like jealous of high society. Of but course. then the high society also is like or not hold on. Scratch everything. That was Scratch stupid. everything. Fuck it. So like it's of Take it out. Yeah. It's like the the low society wants to feed off what the high society has. Mm-hmm. And the high society is so mad at what the low society that they use and abuse what the oh, low society has. Okay. And I was like, that's so good. I was like, this is such a great way of like putting into perspective like both I was like, being a person as like I'm as optimistic as I am, I was like, this movie is perfect. 
like honest to god i could honestly say like a 9.9 out of 10 like i I almost want to be like yeah this is like a perfect movie like i oh god like i just can sit here and be like yeah if you could read i would be like watch it (laughs) if you could read rough watch it it's like if they, I mean, I honestly, I was like trying if to they, find. If it. they find the dub version, then yeah. And I honestly tried to find like an English really? translation, and I couldn't find. It. I was like, man, these motherfuckers need to watch this movie because uh. I mean, it's just so good. Because I was, oh man, there's just so much shit that happens within the movie, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> Damn. Because like even the ending was wild. I was like, what is happening? It's the same guy who made Snowpiercer. Oh, and okay. Oakja, okay. Like all okay. that, all those movies, and, I was, and it's a Korean movie. So I was like. All right, let's see where this goes. No, let's see it. Because like it won like Oscars and stuff. I was like, all right, well, let's see, let's see what the hype's about. And this is 2019, and I watched it for the first time in 2022, I think. And I was like, damn, this movie's fucking wild. I missed out. God damn it. But see, a movie I never got spoiled on, so I didn't know what the fuck was happening. That's perfect. That's yeah. always a great thing when you don't get spoiled on that movie. Yeah, and I was like, damn, man, like this is. It's almost perfection. All right. That's that's awesome. Yeah. So, I like, honest to God, like, if anybody else, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen Parasite, watch it. I, if any of my movies on the list, watch Parasite. Talk to me. Talk to old Burr. Put put it in the comments. Ask about the comments. Y- ask about the comments. Comments. I don't know. Put it somewhere in there. Twitter, Instagram, Discord. Let me know, and we'll have a comment thing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. What is? Uh, what's next? It's the uh, honorable, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. All, All right. right. So, I'm just gonna list them. Yeah. Just the three, and then I'll explain at least in, like in the shortest way of like yeah. why I like it. No, like, it makes sense. All it's right. honorable mentions. Uh, look it up for yourselves. Yeah. We're not gonna tell you anything about them. <laughs> Mad Max is Tom Hardy. That's okay. an honorable mention. That's a good one. The shit was just wild. That's it. Simple as that. You can literally get high. You can be sober, and you're just gonna sit and be like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Oh yeah. Honest to God, that's as simple as I can put it. Um. Inception. It's oh yes. You want to get mind fucked? Inception will and fuck then you get up. fucked backwards at the same time. That's the movie. <laughs> one of those movies I had to sit there and watch multiple times in one sitting in order to, full, to... to fully understand it. Okay. And it was so good, start to finish. Christopher Nolan, goat. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, what's your third? Honestly, just to throw it into the mix, I would say the Dark Knight trilogy. The dark, the whole Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Just that, like uh, just from start to finish, it it was one of the honestly the best type trilogies out there. It's best superhero trilogy. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, I don't think really anything competes with what Christopher Nolan did with Christian Bale as Batman. I mean, obviously Robert Pattinson being what he is right now, like there's high hopes for what that is to be, whatever it is. But yeah, Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> that shit. That shit was. <laughs> Where is he? Yeah, I mean, like, even just being the mean that it was with his voice, Joker being as goaded as he was with Heath Ledger, oh, R.I.P. Yes. Tom Hardy's, like, funny but yet serious Bane voice. And yeah. then the first movie just being, like, a, a good Batman movie. Like, there's nothing really iconic you, coming from the first one. It was just a you good... You had two villains back-to-back, Scarecrow and Ra's al Ghul. Yeah. Which was awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so good because you had all these good villains in it and it kind of stuck around with the two villain rule type deal. Yeah. Cause I mean, the next one came in and you this had fucking Joker, Joker and, and Two-Face. Two-Face. Yeah. Third which, one, which was Bane uh, and Rachel Ghoul's daughter. Yeah. It was them two. Talia. Talia. Yeah. Which it was cool, like full round circle with that. Yeah. And I like. Obviously, like, controversial for, like, the third one being the way that it, like, ended and stuff. Or, like, yeah. the way it was. Well, I don't give two shits. It that don't movie, matter. That movie was fucking great. I don't care what anybody says. Fight me. <laughs> All right. What's your number one? Number one. Since I was a little kid, and I still stand by this, like, I'm not the biggest Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I, like, I have two films that I really just, like, I like by him. One being The Revenant. Oh. I love The Revenant. <laughs> yeah, my previous one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love the Revenant. Like, do not get me wrong. And like, I, I wish I could put that as an honorable mention, and I should have. But like, it just like I had. It's another scale. It's a yeah. whole other fucking. Scale. It's just because of like Tom Hardy. I love fucking uh, yeah. Fitzgerald. He's the like, he reminds me of my uncle. Like that. It's that iconic. That squirrel shit that he talked about. Fucking hilarious to me. <laughs> but the only other Leonardo DiCaprio movie uh, to me was Blood Diamond. Blood that, Diamond. That's, that's my number. That's my number oh, one. Oh, that's a good one. 
just the, like the surreal fact of like that shit still happens to this day. Oh, a hundred percent is wild. And like everything that was going on, like obviously it isn't based on like, this is a true story of like these three individuals together. It's just inspired by the true events that happen with what is a blood diamond. And I'm like, Damn, that's fucking wild, man. What what considers to be a blood diamond, which is insane. Yeah, fought like uh like it's fought like a war that's fought in Africa that is on the like a battlefield where like the blood and like there's diamonds just on there and that's where it happens. Like That's where they find the blood diamonds. Yeah, and like obviously it's like it's a metaphorical diamond. It's not really like an actual like blooded diamond. It's, it's just, just in the sense in the history with what it is. Yeah. It's insane. Cuz like I just remember as a little kid being like, "Whoa, what is this movie?" Like it's it like it's a crazy movie to see a civil war happening within that country simply over to overthrow a government and then also to find these guerrilla warfare men are trying to capture diamonds to get rich. And that's yeah. it. Cuz like even the diamond company itself, they were corrupt. And oh. I like I was like, mm, "I never knew that." And that's crazy, but like you can get so much more money off of like an uh, like an uncut gem itself and like then you can sell it for what you want it for because it's not permitted as a actual like price wise and it was like the shit was wild but like leonardo dicaprio's i think it's south african maybe north i don't know somewhere in africa his like accent pretty good but the guy and i'm not gonna even try to pronounce this guy's name i still struggle to this day but the other guy that's in the movie that found the diamond yeah that guy fucking blue like he did he was a good. great job jennifer was, Connelly, she did great too but that guy oh he stole the movie from me i was like yo and when he found his son and that motherfucker would start beating that guy with a shovel oh i was like god damn it a shovel of all things fucking shovel best utility <laughs> i mean you're not wrong but no like that's one. that's honestly a really good movie like alita lino DiCar- uh, dicaprio 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 <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. There you go. Yeah, that that's that's one of the top movies when it comes to him. Like honestly, if you want to affiliate Leonardo DiCaprio with any movie, you would have to go with, of course, Revenant. You have to go with Blood Diamond, which is really good. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of is, Wall Street was yeah. one of the other good ones. I mean, I, Django. Django, like his. Even for him being a supporting actor, he did a like a. Nah, he did a really good job. Yeah, like he, it's Mr. more Mr. like Candy Man. he gave he gave that whole like he's not just a second character or like a, a non like a side character. He put in a main role into that whole thing, even though for the short amount of time that he was on it, it was insane. Right. I'm trying to like what other what oh uh, Shutter Island. Oh yeah, Shutter Island was good. Inception. Like, once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Oh, Catch Me If You Can. Oh, yeah. The Departed. Oh, yeah. The Avi- Departed. Aviator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gangs of New York. Like, he's he's been part of a lot of good movies, and he's one of those A-list actors. Oh, yeah. He's almost S-tier actor. Yeah. I, there... If there was an S-tier actor, I mean, you, you could honestly put a lot. Like, yeah, I could, uh, yeah, I could sit there and probably... I can think of like a couple that I would say is like S tier compared to like what is an A tier, what is a B tier, yeah. stuff like that. But like I think, yeah, he would definitely like be an S tier, S tier, and if not, like you would have like an A would like if it's not an S, he definitely is an A. Oh, a hundred percent. I just don't think there's a lot of people that can get into characters like he can. No, and he gets pretty good in him. Yeah, but yeah, Blood Diamond that's number one for me. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. Well. All right, everybody. You heard it, folks. Watch these fucking movies. If you want to. Watch them. But watch Parasite. That's the only one that I really <laughs> recommend. Yep. All right. Well, there's that movie list. Yep. Soon to be coming more of different people. You've got the wrong buzz. <laughs> All right, everybody. Y'all have a good one. Bye-bye.